0: So, just before we get started, I thought to do a sound check. I'm going to try and increase the volume. How is that sounding at the back? And if I end up talking more quietly, like I often do, how is that still okay? And at the front, is it too echoey? No? Okay, great, thank you. And so, good afternoon. In today's practice, I'd like to continue our journey through these four Brahma heart qualities, the four flavors, you could say, of love or care that Shelley guided us in on Friday. We started with metta, which, as you know, it's the heart quality of kindness, of goodwill, of universal friendliness. And as I think you all know, the classical instructions, we are invited to start with where meta comes most easily, and then gradually progress to more difficult, different, difficult categories of beings. So traditionally, we start with ourselves, then we go to a benefactor or an easy being, then a good friend, then a neutral person, then a difficult person, so-called, and then all beings everywhere. One image that's sometimes used for this kind of progression of metta, the successive building of the strength of it, is an image of a waterfall pouring over a cliff and the water falling into a series of basins. So you can imagine a stream falling over the edge of the cliff and dropping into a rock basin just below the level of the cliff. And then the next As that basin fills, it just very naturally spills over, drops down into the next basin, a little lower down the cliff, and then that basin fills and so on. And what I like about that image is that it's a natural, effortless progression. And yet in my own practice, especially in the first few years, I was just trying far too hard to try and make something happen. And I had this basic misunderstanding about the practice and I was trying to somehow conjure up some kind of oceanic bliss state of open-hearted love for all beings everywhere. While in reality, this poor bruised and battered heart was struggling just to stay in the room with 80 other people. (laughs) The other mistake I made was to try to move far too quickly to the so called difficult person, mostly because I felt guilty about having ill will for them. And then when I couldn't obliterate the ill will with goodwill, I would fall into judgment. So you get a sense a lot of struggle, a lot of aversion, the exact opposite of what we're trying to cultivate here. So there were a couple of understandings that were helpful for me to release that pressure. One was the understanding that metta is not so much an emotion that we're trying to manufacture, but it's an intention, an intention that can be cultivated. So even if you happen to find yourself sitting in meditation and reciting the phrases mechanically over and over and over, and there doesn't seem to be anything happening in the heart, there is still time well spent. Metaphorically, it's like preparing the soil in our garden. We're removing the rocks, we're adding the compost, we're pulling out the weeds, and at some point, the seeds of metta will sprout. The second understanding that was so powerful was to understand in the teachings of Buddha's very explicit, these Brahma-vihara qualities are the natural state of this heart-mind when it's free from the grip of afflictive emotions. So it's not so much about trying to manufacture something foreign as about tuning into what's actually already there uh, as we can release what's getting in the way. Now, of course, depending on our personality and our life history and our social conditioning It's possible these qualities at first might feel pretty faint, pretty distant, pretty inaccessible. But if we can relax, attune to even the faintest signals of kindness, those signals get stronger and it becomes easier and easier to access them. The other realization that helped me to finally get a bit of traction with this practice was, again, can't emphasize enough, it is a gradual development, a gradual training, and we can't force it. So this afternoon, I'd like to find a way for us to ease into metta that hopefully will make it uh, a little more accessible for those of you who perhaps struggle with this practice. So in the service of ease, I'm going to start the practice by inviting us to connect to some degree of bodily ease and well-being. And this is where we can use mindfulness of vedana, of feeling tone, to our benefit so we can tune in to any subtly pleasant feeling tones anywhere in the body that might be available to you. Just very simple experiences. It could be the warmth of the hands touching if that's pleasant for you. It could be the softness of the contact of the clothing with the skin. Maybe it's that natural feeling of relaxation that's available with every out-breath. So you're developing the skill of just tuning into what's pleasant in the body. If you can't find actual pleasant, neutral is fine. The purpose of this is just to find some relative ease in the body. Because generally speaking, it's easier to connect with kindness if there's some sense of ease and well-being first. And then I'll invite us to explore the category known as the benefactor or easy being. And this is someone who's been kind to you in some way cared for you, supported you, perhaps mentored you. And this is important, hopefully someone that you have an uncomplicated relationship with, remembering that progression. This is why it's sometimes referred to as the easy being. So hopefully you can think of someone that when they come to mind, there's just a natural, spontaneous sense of warmth. So it could be we call it benefactor, but it could be someone like a, a grandchild, a small child. Doesn't even have to be a human being, maybe a pet, maybe a wild animal or a bird. Doesn't even have to be an an animate being. A few years ago I heard about someone who was training their little children to practice metta every evening. And they asked, I think it was about a three year old who would you like to offer Meta to this evening? And the three-year-old said, my yellow blankie. <laughs> so that was his benefactor or easy being. So if you struggle with live beings, maybe you have a yellow blankie equivalent. <laughs> so sometimes people get confused about who to choose. Is this person really a benefactor? What does that mean? Or they have too many people. What if I do them? I don't want to exclude them. Maybe I'll try and do all of them. Keep it simple. Just pick one person. Don't overthink it. Stay with them. See what happens. It's almost, in a way, irrelevant who we choose because this is a practice, a training. So then, when we've stayed with the easy being for a while, we'll progress to include a good friend. It sounds straightforward. Good friend, hopefully you can think of someone like that. In my own practice, though, I was surprised how I'd choose a good friend, and then I'd think, yeah, but they didn't return my text last week. (laughs) Little petty kind of resentments might start to bubble through. Or other kinds of hindrances, remembering what they said that time 10 years ago. or Maybe starting to wish, yeah, they're so good, I wish they were here with me. These are all in the terrain of hindrances. And again, that's okay. Just like with Vipassana practice, we notice, we recognize, okay, hindrance, come back to just the phrases, the image of the person. Try to stay focused on their good qualities. We're not denying the other stuff happened, but just for the purposes of this practice, keep coming back to the good aspects of the good friend. So that's the overview of what we'll be doing. Let's give it a try. Just see if you can bring an open and kind curiosity to this exploration. So taking a few moments just to settle into the body, finding that felt sense of the body sitting. Just connecting with your anchor, whether that's the whole body sitting, the breathing or sounds, finding that sense of home, coming home to that anchor, and gently steadying the awareness on the anchor. As the awareness becomes just a little more steady and stable, you can open up now just to include any physical experiences that register, as even slightly subtly pleasant. Perhaps the support of the cushion or the chair beneath your sitting bones is pleasant. Maybe the warmth of the hands touching. Maybe the softness of the clothing against your skin. The feeling of releasing and relaxing as you breathe out, or perhaps a sense of stillness and quiet in the room is pleasant. Just inviting your awareness to connect effortlessly with whatever might be subtly pleasant. Pleasant or neutral. Ever supports a sense of some degree of ease, some degree of well-being. And settling into that sense of ease and well-being to whatever extent it's available to you now. Just orienting to any flavor of ease, okayness, relaxation, acceptance. Then turning your attention to the heart center, to the chest. Sometimes it can be helpful to bring a hand to that heart center. Just to feel into your own aliveness. As you orient to the intention to cultivate kindness. Goodwill. Friendliness. Met As you tune into these perhaps very first flickers of warmth and care, sometimes it can almost feel like you're settling into a bath that's exactly the right temperature. And so we lower our bodies into this meta bath. And invite that warmth and kindness and care to begin to pervade our whole being. The whole body settling into that warmth. just like settling into a warm bath. And the whole being just goes, ah. abiding in and dwelling in and savoring this warmth of kindness and care Without forcing it, you might find that it naturally begins to expand a little. Perhaps this metta begins to extend beyond the heart center. There's a feeling of filling, maybe even overflowing. And a natural wish now to include your benefactor in this heart cultivation of metta. Just inviting now this being known as the easy being or the benefactor Imagining them here in the room with you today. Sitting in front of you or to one side, wherever feels appropriate. But bringing to mind their presence as fully as you can. The pleasant memories. The interactions you shared, the kindness they offered. And as you establish that connection with your easy being or benefactor, noticing any responses at the heart center. Maybe a little more aliveness, or warmth, or kindness, a sense of goodwill or friendliness, letting us energy or flavor of metta. Find its expression in the traditional phrases. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you know peace. So the attention now is moving from the image of the easy being to the responses in the heart center and to the meaning of the phrases. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. May you know peace. Safe. Healthy. Happy. Peaceful. <clears throat> Continuing like this with these or with your own phrases. Staying with each phrase as fully as you can. Connecting with the meaning, the intention. Connecting with the presence of your benefactor and connecting with any responses of warmth and care in your own being. Continuing like this for a few minutes of silence now. As you stay with the presence of the benefactor, the easy being, and maintain the momentum of the phrases, you might begin to notice that there's just more openness, warmth, expansiveness, If for some of you there isn't, then just know this is how it is right now. It's a powerful opportunity to practice metta for whatever is not metta, making space for it. But if you are finding there's some energy of warmth and kindness and care that's growing, Allowing it to expand and to include now your good friend. And bringing them into the room with you now. Bringing them to mind as vividly as you can all their good qualities, everything you appreciate about who they are and the friendship that you share. Keep your focus on the good aspects of the good friend. And let that energy of kindness, of warmth, of care, metta, Naturally extend and expand to include them. May you be safe. May you be healthy. May you be happy. And may you know peace. Safe, healthy, happy, peaceful. Exploring this metta for the good friend as we settle into a few more minutes of silence. as you continue to sit in the presence of your easy being or benefactor together with your good friend, and as you continue to offer them your kindness and care, imagining or sensing or visualizing them fully taking in your metta, Notice how their face softens. Their eyes soften. Their shoulders relax. And there's a soft smile as they fully take in your kindness and care. And now they're looking back at you with those same soft eyes of metta. And they're sharing that same warmth and kindness and care with you. Extending that energy of metta to you yourself. Fully taking in an opening to their kindness and care. May I be safe. May I be healthy. May I be happy. May I know peace, safe, healthy, Happy, peaceful. So, I'm continuing in silence now to explore the cultivation of Metta in whatever way makes most sense, is most resonant for you as we let go of the words now. Just to bring this practice to a close, as you stay in this field of meta energy that's being offered and received by your benefactor, your easy being, and your good friend, this reciprocal flow of warmth and kindness. Expanding it now to include all the beings here in the room with you today. Just bringing to mind the faces and the presence of your fellow meditators. Those nearby. Those further away. Extending that friendliness and goodwill. Everyone here with you now. Extending it to them and receiving it from them. This meta force field of kindness being offered, kindness being received. being offered kindness being received the benefit of all beings everywhere may there be peace